This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair and 36 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday, the 25th of January, 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And, well, I hope you enjoyed the pleasant weather yesterday because today it's going to be a lot colder. Sunny skies, a high of 43. Winds out of the north-northeast, gusting as high as 20 miles an hour. Partly cloudy tonight. We'll have a low down to 23. Sunshine Wednesday and a high of 38 with wind chill values as low as 18. Wednesday night's low 25 under mostly cloudy skies. We'll have clouds on Thursday, a high of 44. And sunny and 45 on Friday. Right now it's fair in 36 at the KVOM studios. Let's take time to congratulate our employee of the day for today. It is Lauren Brentz at Action Services. Obituaries this morning, Alan Reed Chisholm age 67, of Moralton, died Monday, January 17th. He was an Army veteran and truck driver for a freight company and is survived by his daughters, Ramona Chisholm of Moralton and Patricia Payne of Moralton, brothers D. Chisholm of Conway, Steve Chisholm and Bill Chisholm of Atkins, sisters Sherry Chenault of Apollo and Karen Williams of Moralton, three grandchildren and five great-grandchildren. Memorial service for Alan Reed Chisholm will be Saturday, January 29th at 2 p.m., At the Harris Chapel, private burial will be at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Alfreda Elaine Cossey Day, age 57, of Adona, died Friday, January 21st. She was a 1983 graduate of Perryville High School, member of the Apollo Church of Christ, and is survived by her husband, James Day, of Adona, son Dustin Cossey of Valonia, daughters Almond Robinson of Moralton and Jennifer Day of Moralton, Two brothers, two sisters, six grandchildren, and a host of nieces, nephews, and bonus kids. Visitation will be Thursday night, 6 to 8 o'clock, at Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home in Moralton. Funeral service for Alfreda Elaine Cossey Day will be Friday, January 28th at 2 p.m. at Apollo Church of Christ. Burial will be at Liberty Cemetery in Adona with arrangements by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Jimmy Grant O'Neill, age 78, died January 12th. Burial at Canaan Cemetery in Marshall. Arrangements by Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton and Conway. Francis Bonita Staff, age 78 of Y, died Wednesday, January 19th. A private service will be held. The family requests no flowers. Arrangements by Rosewood Cremation and Funeral of Moralton and Conway. Now 734. Let's turn to news this morning. The Conway Police Department made an arrest Monday of a 29-year-old Portland, Oregon man on charges of attempted rape, internet stalking of a child, sexually grooming a child, and 100 counts of computer child pornography after it was learned the man allegedly planned to take a juvenile from Conway out of state. After being made aware of a conversation between Justin Devin Griffith and the juvenile, detectives began an investigation, which ultimately led to the arrest of Griffith when he arrived in Conway to meet with the juvenile. The investigation is ongoing. The Conway Police Department would like to thank the Portland Police Department, Arkansas State Police, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation for their help with this investigation. Officers would also like to bring awareness to the fact that incidents like this occur, and they urge parents to have conversations with your children about their online activity and Internet safety. 735, it's fair and 36 degrees at the KVOM Studios. On our way to a high of 43 with sunshine, we'll have gusty winds out of the north-northeast as high as 20 miles an hour today. 
KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Fair, 36 degrees at 736. A judge who served for more than three decades in the 6th Judicial Circuit Court in Perry and Pulaski Counties has died. The administrative office of the courts announced that 71-year-old Van Smith died unexpectedly Saturday from what appears to be natural causes. Smith retired in 2020 after 32 years on the bench. According to the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Judge Smith received attention for ruling in a same-sex case in Perry County in 2009. The Arkansas Supreme Court upheld his ruling that a non-biological parent for a child produced in a same-sex relationship would have visitation rights. At the time, it was an issue that had never been discussed in court previously. Pope County authorities have released the name of the victim of a recent fatal structure fire. Sheriff Shane Jones identified the victim Monday as 69-year-old Harold Dean Tull of Dover. On Friday, Pope County Sheriff's deputies responded with rural fire departments to the fire in the 1800 block of Pollard Cemetery Road. Upon arrival, it was determined there was one fatality associated with the structure fire. Pope County Sheriff's investigators continue to process the scene, but they say no foul play is suspected at this time. Sheriff Jones offered his condolences and prayers to the family and friends of Tull during this difficult time. The number of active cases of coronavirus in Arkansas declined sharply, but the number of patients hospitalized saw its biggest single-day increase, according to data released Monday by the Arkansas Department of Health. The number of active cases dropped by nearly 7,500 for the day, but the number of hospitalizations increased by 184 from Sunday. State health officials have said getting vaccinated is the best way to prevent yourself from serious illness or death from the Omicron variant. But Governor Asa Hutchinson said the state is lagging in its vaccination rate. I just think the confusing messages that we've seen nationally, the debate online, you know, we're slowing down the progress that we've made uh, on uh, our vaccination program. We are making progress, but it is very incremental. It is slow. And the fact is that uh, Arkansas reflects much of the nation that there is some hardened resistance Uh, to going beyond where we are in our percent vaccinated. Fewer than 1,400 doses of the vaccine were given in Arkansas over the most recent 24-hour reporting period, including 646 booster doses. As of Monday afternoon, 54% of the state's eligible residents are fully vaccinated, according to the health department. Less than a third of the fully vaccinated individuals have received a booster dose. Representatives of Crow Group in Moralton will be at the Arkansas Governor's Mansion in Little Rock later this week to receive an award from Preserve Arkansas for work in restoring a historic downtown building. The former Coca-Cola bottling plant, which now serves as Crow Group's corporate headquarters, was chosen last fall for the 2021 Award for Excellence in Preservation Through Restoration. Preserve Arkansas Executive Director Rachel Patton says the building was chosen 
because of Crow Group's work in bringing the historic building back to its earlier appearance on the exterior and interior. Projects like this are well-deserving of this award when they are able to demonstrate the different ways that they kind of went above and beyond with their project and having to discover, you know, different elements of the building and take those back to their original appearance. The award will be presented at a ceremony held at the Governor's Mansion Friday night. In-person tickets for the event are no longer available. You can call 501-372-4757 or email Rachel Patton at rpatton at preservearkansas.org to be placed on the waiting list. Virtual tickets are also available for those who cannot attend in person. Those can be purchased online at preservearkansas.org. 741, let's check our market report. Here's Edna Hill of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, equities capped off a very volatile session on Monday by finishing higher after the major averages were down more than 3% intraday, including the Dow falling roughly 1,000 points midway through the day. Technology stocks mounted a notable rebound after being under significant pressure in recent days as rising interest rates have taken the shine off of uh, high valuation investments. This is perhaps most evident in the speculative areas of the market, with cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin posting sharp declines. Geopolitical risks stemming from the tensions between Russia and Ukraine added to the volatility in the stock prices. Safe haven assets outperformed today with gold prices higher, Treasury bonds holding steady as 10-year rates are back to the mid-1.70s after reaching 1.90% last week. The Dow closed at 34,365, up 100 points. NASDAQ closed at 13,855, up 86 points. Volume was heavy as 1.6 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to our Kansans, AT&T down 0.27 at 26.34, Bank of America down 0.37 at 44.55, Centerpoint Energy down 0.18 at 27.16, Deering Company down 0.25 at 364.03. Energy Corp down 1.23 at 108.19. Under Armour up 0.41 at 16.50. Simmons Bank up 0.57 at 29.70. Regions Financial up 0.87 at 22.97. Southwestern Energy up 0.13 at 4.16. Tyson Foods up 0.27 up 0.72 at 90. Walmart up 0.01 at 140.20. Live Ramp up 1.16 at 43.94. Interpublic Group up 0.26 at 35.61. Nextera Energy down 0.68 at 81.92. Natural Gas up 0.17 at 3.97. Precious metals were mixed. Gold was up $9.10 at 1,008. 40.90 40.90 and silver was down 67 cents at 24.05. I'm Edna Hill, Senior Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Marlton. On our community calendar, Arkansas Blood Institute will hold a blood drive at Nemo Vista High School today, starting at 8.30 and going until 2.30 this afternoon. You do need to make an appointment to donate by going to arkbi.org. The Perry County Extension Service is offering a series of beginning farmer classes via Zoom. A class on record-keeping for success will be held tonight at 6. On Thursday night, they'll have a class on farm finances. 
That class also starts at 6 o'clock. Each class is $10. Registration is available online at farmandfoodsystem.uada.edu slash classes. The Moralton Planning and Zoning Commission meets Thursday night at 5.30 in the City Council Meeting Room at Moralton City Hall. And the Nemo Vista School District will hold its January School Board Meeting this Thursday night at 6.30. We appreciate all the listeners to KVOM's Newswatch, and we're happy that we're appointment listening for you. We also know there are times when you just can't tune in and hear what we're talking about that's happening in your community. That's why we've made KVOM's weekday morning news watch available on our podcast channel. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart, many other platforms, including SoundCloud. You can find it on our website, kvom.com, or on our free mobile app. Our weekday morning news watch, streaming on the KVOM podcast channel, Brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 745, coming up a little later on, we'll have a visit with Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart. Up next, Eric Tyler joins us with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVOM's Newswalker of Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Junior Jack Poole scored 15 of his game-high 18 points in the second half and grabbed 12 rebounds to help Sacred Heart's senior boys basketball team get its third conference win of the season as the Knights beat Mount Vernon in Nola 47-40 on Monday night in Marlton. Junior Peyton Paladino added 10 points and 9 rebounds and Senior Jake Swindell had 9 points on three first-half three-pointers for the Knights to improve to 5-15 and 15 overall, 3-7 and seven in 1A4 conference play with the win. In the senior girls game, Sacred Heart led by as much as 15 points in the first half and had a 9-point lead at halftime, but the Lady Warhawks rallied for a 61-58 win to clinch the conference championship. Sacred Heart was led by senior Annerese Jones with 16 points. Freshman Ayla Holzman had 12 points and 8 rebounds in the loss that drops the Lady Knights record to 11-9 overall, 5-5 five five in conference play. Mount Vernon Enola won the junior boys game 44-43 despite Sacred Heart getting 21 points from Rowdy Warren. Sacred Heart's right back in action tonight with conference games at Western Yale County. Junior girls play at 5 p.m. followed by senior girls and senior boys. Marlton's senior girls and boys teams are set to resume 4A4 conference play tonight as they start the second half of their conference schedule. Games at home against Heber Springs. University action starts at 4.30 with varsity girls game to start at 6 o'clock, followed by the boys, and we'll have the broadcast of the two varsity games for you live right here on KVOM-FM 101.7, online at kvom.com and on the KVOM app starting around 6 o'clock. Wonderview is also back in action tonight with 1A4 conference games at home against Guy Perkins. Junior girls play at 5 p.m., followed by senior girls and senior boys. In the latest Arkansas Sports Media High School basketball polls released Monday, one of these boys remain the number one team in Class 1A. With no change in the top five, the Daredevils are followed by County Line, Mark Cree, Westside, Gersh Ferry, and the New School. Marlton received two votes to tie for sixth in Class 4A boys poll. Magnolia is this week's number one team in Class 4A, followed by Farmington, Blytheville, Arkadelphia, and Fountain Lake in the top five. Bigelow's boys received one vote to rank 10th in Class 2A. 
In the girls' rankings, Wonderview remains in a tie with Dermot for number five in Class 1A. With no change in the Class 1A rankings, the Lady Daredevils trail Norfolk, Mount Vernon, Enola, Mammoth Spring, and Kirby in the poll. Marlton's girls received two votes this week to rank eighth in Class 4A. Top five is unchanged from last week with Farmington at number one, followed by Southside Batesville, Nashville, Gentry, and Lone Oak. Bigelow's girls received five votes this week to rank sixth in Class 2A. Top five teams in Class 2A girls are Melbourne, Marmaduke, Quitman, Mountain Burke, and Salem. Marlton's Gyla Calvin had 12 points and two rebounds for the National Park College women's team on Monday to help the Nighthawks beat the Williams Baptist JV team 65 to 52. And the University of Central Arkansas women's team got double doubles from Hannah Lange and Lucy Ebay in their second ASUN conference win of the season, 61 to 53 over North Alabama. On Monday afternoon in Conway, UCA is back on the court Thursday at North Florida. And look at weather on this Tuesday morning. We've got humidity right now at 75%. North winds at 12 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 30.15 inches. Low temperature this morning, 35 degrees. High yesterday, 64. A year ago today, the low is 45. The high of 75. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 4.75 inches. Sunset this evening, 5.31. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 7.14. And forecast calling for... Sunny skies today, afternoon high around 43 degrees, so not going to warm up a whole lot from where we are right now. And then partly cloudy tonight, dropping to 23 for the expected low. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high of only 38, and then it will be mid-40s Thursday and on into the weekend. And no mention of rain at all this week. Right now we have fair skies, 37 degrees in Marlton at 751 on KVOM Newswatch. Continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.55 now on KVOM, and we're joining our close-up segment this morning by Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart, and good morning to you. Morning, Eric. All right, it's good to have you in on this Tuesday, and of course, it's always uh, they following the quorum court yes, meeting. Yes, sir. Sure and is. They had, had one of those last night, of course, first one of the year. Yes, sir. So it took care of a, a few things. I know you'd had the... The cleanup ordinance, right? Kind of yeah, that's, that's one we always deal with, and I think this one here was pretty much consumed by, uh, just I say, that making sure there wasn't anything in the red. That's what yep. the January one's always about, and it mainly had to do with uh, payroll. Okay. So, it, I mean, pretty much exclusively with payroll. Okay. So. All right, so we got all that lined we, out. We got that lined out, and uh, as we always do, is always call out our housekeeping ordinances. Yep. And also did approve... I guess finance for a, a new fire truck? Yes, we took and the Quorum Court approved the purchase or the financing for a, uh, a brand new fire truck for the Sardis Fire Department and authorized them to borrow its Axe Amendment 78 to borrow $196,725. Okay. All right. So it'll be a nice new piece of that equipment. That will be a very so nice new piece yep. of addition to the Conway County Fire Department. Very yes, good. sir, it will be. Very good, and also had some did appropriate some money for working yes. The we if if we remember it was back in twenty twenty because I know we done we talked about that uh, 
and Levy District Number Six. We worked with those folks, and they applied for an EDA grant uh, for Levy District Number Six. And of course, everybody said, "Well, what makes Levy District Number Six so special?" And you know, I say this all the time: it's a critical. It's not a real large area, but it's a real critical area for a whole lot of entities, uh, for a whole lot of things, and a whole lot of people. And they are committed to. Uh, it was, uh, I believe, Mr. Zender Branding was there last night, and it was they we got they procured a million and a half dollar EDA grant, Economic oh. Development Administration, mm-hmm. and we had to match that with four hundred thousand dollars. So the county stepped up and committed two hundred thousand dollars toward that. What I call, you know, cash match. Okay, all right. Uh, there were other entities involved in that. Uh, uh, Green Bay Pags and kicked some money in. First Electric Co-op did. I think Economic Development uh, CCDC did. Uh, so it's it's a truly that's truly a team effort. And long term, what it's going to do is we all know how critically uh, deadly close we come to really having a catastrophe in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're. Uh, you know, they're forward thinking, and what they want to do is put in, a, you know, famous certification on that section of levy. It's about a 4.4-mile section of levy with a high-capacity pump station, and when they do that, it's going to put them in a much, much uh, – we'll not have to ever fret and worry about another 2019 event. Okay. Good. Very good. And also, I guess before the meeting had a, a – Had a, meeting, had a joint personnel governmental meeting we discussed uh, – looking at some you know lifting the hood up really and 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 look at some salary adjustments Uh, i know our coroner was there and i thought done a a good job of explaining you know what the pay schedule for him was versus our counterparts in other counties the same size we are and uh you know just a general discussion at some point in time getting the uh, personnel governmental committee together to look at beginning salaries also uh that's something we hadn't We've, we've got them. We hadn't really adjusted those things in a couple of years. And with, uh, with the marketplace out there today, when I call the people market, uh, obviously I, I feel like we're going to have to make some adjustments on that. Okay. All right. Forward to that coming down the pike. And anything else? Uh, we uh, actually took, and the Budget Finance Committee, we discussed that. We're going to be appropriating some additional funds. We've still got our own, own ongoing litigation with Southwestern Energy over the, 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 the tax mm-hmm. issue, uh, this thing's been going on now for, I guess, three or four years. Uh, it's been through county courts, been through circuit court, it's been through the Court of Appeals. They pushed it back down to circuit court. So I guess we're going to be going with round two. Uh, we've got our some, we've got a little bit of a change in our legal counsel, and we're going to be making that shift. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things that we don't know when it's going to settle. It, what Obviously, what the dispute's over is they owe, um, just like all the rest of us, they owe $3.165 million. And uh, what they're asking for is a 65 or yeah, 66% tax break. And uh, we feel like, you know, we've followed the ACD guidelines and our assessors done the same thing everybody else has done, but they seem to want to fight about it. So I guess we're going to fight about it. Okay. All right. So that will be uh, that has been ongoing for a while. That has been a, like it's, it's, that's been an ongoing so. feud. Yes, it has. All right. Well, Greg, anything else for us? Uh, I do will say this: we did talk last night. Of course, we're you know ARP monies. We've still got the quorum court decided last night to appoint a ARP committee to sit down and look at some things we could do and how we want to spend some monies, more monies we've got coming. Uh, I think uh, we agreed Patrick Hartman's going to chair that committee, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to actually appoint uh, Mr. John, I see, Patrick's chairman, John Trafford will be on it, Michael Hammonds, Philip Hoyt, Thomas Flyers, Keith Long, and Jason Robson. Okay. 
So right. we're looking forward to those guys coming together and putting their heads together and coming up with some good ideas. Yep. County gets how much for that this County year? County gets this coming years uh, two, uh, roughly $2,024,000. Okay. All right. Well, Greg, thank you so much. Sounds like a pretty busy, important uh, meeting last night. So. Pretty busy, yes, sir. Good deal. All right. County Greg, Jimmy Hart joining us this morning. It is 8.01 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.